views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. So great to have all of you joining us here. Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. So great to be connecting with everyone. You know, um, when we started this conversation several months back uh, with uh, amazing life coach, Deb Stetzer, you know, we took all of you on a journey to explore the possibility of your relationships as they might be now and your relationships as they could be. And in doing that, one of the topics that we talked about had to do with being in relationships that are narcissistic in nature. And Deb took us on a journey, as she does, she works with people all over the globe, about understanding what narcissistic abuse is and what it isn't. And, you know, she's really shed some light on separating what is going on in our media today and throwing the word narcissist around as if it were something that's fashionable. But truly, if you have ever been in a relationship where someone really is a narcissist, then what does that mean? You know, they have a NPD, narcissistic personality disorder, and that is that is a mental health uh, a disorder that you'll find in any any catalog of therapy or diagnosis. But what is the impact? See, this is the conversation. What is the impact? What is it that we um, could benefit from knowing about our lives? And what is it that keeps drawing us back in? So Life Coaching Radio today with Deb Stetzer, we're talking about something that you may or may not have heard about before gaslighting. What is it? It's one of the most insidious forms of psychological abuse imaginable. You know, people that are in a scenario where gaslighting is going on, they are unaware. They are unaware of the consequences and the effects. And there's a fact, there are very good reasons why. Um, and so today, not only is Deb going to talk with us about what that is um, but she's got a fabulous ebook on this too that we're going to tell you about um, Deb welcome to the show thank you so much for taking this time for us and you know boy I'm working with people that are in abusive relationships it's got to be challenging for you but 
you know, the other side of that is you get to help people understand the dynamic of things. Gaslighting. Wow. Most people have not heard of that. What is it? Um, are you ready to roll up your sleeves for this show? <laughs> yeah, this let's be an do, it. One. <laughs> do it. Do it. Okay, gaslighting is anything, and I'm going to call them NPDs from now on. Well, for this okay. show, at least, instead of narcissists, because I want right. to I want to hone in on what we're actually dealing with. So gaslighting is anything that an NPD says or does that makes the victim question what they know to be true and factual. So it's a mind game that messes with your perception of reality, victim's perception of reality. The term gaslighting comes from a 1940s movie where the husband uh, does some things to make his wife think she's losing her mind. And one mm-hmm. of the things he does is he gets up in the attic and he turns on the, the gas lamps in the attic so the lights in the rest of the house flicker. So when the mm-hmm. wife complains to him about the flickering lights and the footsteps in the attic, he's like, I don't see flickering lights and I don't hear anything. So that is kind of representative of what uh, NPD will do. They will say something and maybe deny it later on that they said it. They may do something. Some of them even go so far as to take possessions of the victim and hide it and say, well, I don't know where it is. You must have misplaced it. And maybe a few days later, that object will show up mysteriously. Mm. So that, in a nutshell, is what gaslighting is. There's an end game, though. I mean, there's an end game. You know, I mean... Why would somebody do that? Well, we're not talking about the once in a while practical joke, right? Because No, no, no. Yeah, we're not talking about my friends that like to play practical jokes on me. You know, I'm not a big practical joke girl, but, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about something that happens not just once in a while, that will happen over and over and over again. It will happen over time. Um, and there's an end game that the abuser has, right? There's an end game in mind. Well, it keeps the victim um, unbalanced. Mm-hmm. And I, it's hard to explain because, you know, there's different reasons why they do it, but it's all about control. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, you know, it, 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 it really keeps the victims off kilter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the, I've had in the last few days been talking to some, and they've all been women, victims of narcissism, you know, a narc, and they've shared their stories about the gaslighting that's gone on with them. And, you know, some of it's not been, I mean, gaslighting in itself is bad, period. You can't ever say, well, it's okay, it's not a big deal, it was just this or that. But some of them go to great lengths. To, to just <laughs> immobilize their victims and mm. to keep track of them. And to, it's just kind of keeping them under their thumb. Yeah. And I think yeah. if you can keep a victim guessing what's going on and unsure, and so he can say that his reality, I'm using a him because I talked to women this week, mm-hmm. his reality becomes your reality. He starts defining it for you. Yeah. I mean, this even goes so far as... You know, when two people are engaged in, in, in this relationship, you know, and one of them is the one that is gaslighting the other, then what happens with that is we're also talking about a scenario where, you know, you're, you're being told that things that maybe happened didn't happen that way. It sets mm-hmm. up entire dance of confusion because that's the end game. 
you know, it's the end game sometimes to keep somebody so, so confused that they don't know which end is up. And doesn't that exactly. really lead to the essence of, wait a minute, if you don't know what end is up, then how are you going to ever be independent in any way? Exactly. And, and I can tell you from the people that I've talked to that have gone through this, mm-hmm. these are strong-minded people. These aren't people that, you know, had any sort of break with reality or, you know, psychosis or anything. I mean, these are strong women and men, men mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And every one of them has said that they have gotten to the point where they have absolutely known what they saw or did or heard was true, but they questioned themselves. Yeah. It was a matter of, I'm sure he said that to me. Didn't he? I'm sure he did, but they questioned themselves. That's a scary place to be. Yeah, because you don't know. You know, you really don't know. I mean, it is really the essence of thinking you're losing your mind. You know, it really is, you know, it's the beginning stages of not just questioning what's going on in your life, but you start to question who you are. I mean, even to the point where one can believe that they have done some horrific things that they probably didn't do. Right. Yeah. And it's... And, and and part of the core of this is that they are trusting people. They are trusting their abuser. Mm. They trust that abuser that to be honest and forthcoming with them, not doing this kind of stuff behind their back, mm-hmm. not setting them up to be confused. And that's at the core of it. If that trust didn't exist, if they were able to walk away from that relationship and not mm-hmm. consider that relationship to be normal... They wouldn't have this problem, but it's this whole game that this narcissist plays with them, these NPDs. Mm-hmm. They set themselves up, you know, they tell them this is this way and that's that way, and like I said, the victim starts losing their grip on reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the end, I mean, you start to, you know, if you're lucky, if you're one of the lucky ones, you'll figure out there's something wrong, but not everybody is that lucky. As a matter of fact, you know, it really takes um, the help of somebody on the outside to really come in and say, wait a minute, that's, you know, that's not what's going on here. Because isn't it difficult for an individual, you know, that is, you know, in the middle of multiple gaslighting events, right? Not just once in a while, but somebody that's in the middle of it to see it. Absolutely. And when, you know, when that's all they know and the other person is saying, well, it's so confusing for them. Mm -hmm. And the sad part about it is they think that many of the victims know something is not right. They feel it in their, you know, in their heart, in their minds. Mm-hmm. You know what I want to say? That they should be able to ask about it yeah. and say, look, this doesn't feel right is not, right. not right. giving them what they need. Well, I'm going to make a plug for the positive side of social media right now and technology. Because, you know, in the, in the, in the arena that we live in where this kind of abuse, mental abuse happens... Um, And for the most part, uh, you know, Deb, we're talking about mental abuse because it is a it is not always the, you know, the person that has narcissistic personality disorder. It's not always that person that will actually take it to the next level and be physically harmful. 
They're way mm-hmm. too smart mm-hmm. for that. So it's mo- mo- mostly emotional and mental. But the plug for technology, and this is what we're going to talk about when we come back, there is a solution, there is something to do when you think this is going on, is that you can always refer back to a series of text messages Yes. <laughs> to actually try to put an audit trail together. But you know, if it were that simple, uh, more people would be able to leave. We're going to take a short break when we come back. Deb's, Deb's going to give us some examples of what we can do, how do we keep track of this, what we can do to make some changes, and then we'll tell you about the ebook that she's put together for all of you. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with Deb Stetzer. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. What does it mean to be healthy? For each of us, it means something a little different. Discover the art of herbal medicine, a natural way to help our bodies respond better to the modern-day stress and toxicity of our everyday lives. Using organic herbs from around the world, the skilled herbalists at Urban Wellness in Kirkland can help you choose the herbs that are right for your body. Find your herbal solutions for common health issues at urbanwellness.com. That's H-E-R-B-A-N wellness.com. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Are you ready for a radical shift in your way of being? Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Awakened Living Radio is a show dedicated to helping you embrace a life filled with profound peace, connection, and happiness. T.J. Woodward is passionate about helping you find your clarity, balance, and purpose. Join co-host T.J. Woodward and Dr. Pat Basile on the first Monday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for Awakened Living Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Awaken to your radiant, authentic self. For over 15 years, Soul Purpose Advocate Nancy Monson has been focused on leading change in the lives of those looking to live their true purpose. She is devoted to supporting people and living a soul-directed life every day. Let Nancy help you overcome fear, worry, and doubt. Visit EverydaySpirituality.com to learn how Nancy can be your Soul Purpose Advocate. Almost everyone at some time in their lives ask themselves, what am I? Most of our questions are ego-generated and simply don't address the problem of our false self. 
it's time to relax your ego and embody your soul. Dr. Dan Cohen, neurologist, inventor, and author, has created tools to awaken a new way to transform from who you thought you were into what you truly are. Visit toolstoawaken.com today. The following audio is via a Skype call. Wow, everybody, welcome back. Wow, this is an incredible topic. Incredible topic. You know, and as a matter of fact, for those of you out there, you're going to want more information about this. And, and I, you know, before we just jump back in, Deb, for a minute, um, I, I want everybody to know that Deb uh, Stetzer has... You know, this is an area that she is uh, known for in working with people. And it is very difficult if you're out in the world right now, and I'm just going to say this to you, very difficult to find, first of all, a therapist that even understands what narcissistic personality disorder is. And as a matter of fact, several years ago, I looked to try to find a therapist in this area that understood narcissistic personality disorder. And we have one that I was able to find that I would recommend to everybody if you were going to go to therapy about this. But most people, what they're doing is they're turning to people like Deb, you know, who are certified coaches, people that have experience in this. And they're saying, this is what's going on in my life. I need some help. Because if you are in a narcissistic abuse relationship, you do not have six months of therapy to figure it out. You have to figure this out now. Why? Because I know if you're in one, you're in a lot of pain. You know, many of us that have had relationships like this, it's very, very close to us. You know, we understand what it is, and that's why we're doing this series with Deb, because there is help on the way. Understanding and knowing the signs is the first place to begin. You know, Deb, thank you for joining us. Please give out your website. Now, you put together um, you put together a fabulous e-book. Uh, this is Surviving Narcissistic Abuse, and this is, a you know, under gaslighting. What is the best way for people to get a copy of this e-book? It's fabulous. Okay, Pat, my website is www.mylifecoach.us. And on this website, I have a special section called Radio Media. So there's a little link on my menu bar that you can click on. Mm-hmm. And I put together a series of books per, per each radio um, show broadcast that we've done on these subjects. And at the top of the list will be this week's show. And the ebook for Gaslighting is on that page. And you can download it from there. It's in a PDF format. So everybody should be able to read it with no problem. Mm. Well, you know, I, there are many articles out there, gaslighting. And, you know, one of the articles I was reading as well 
you know, one of the uh, articles I was reading was it was it, it says something like the mind game everyone should know about. And so mm-hmm. whether you have stepped back in time and started to look at some of the older articles or you're looking at let's fast forward to, you know, the 21st century 2015 um, and you're reading something that says, unfortunately, there is a good chance that we have all been gaslighted by someone at some point in our lives, even if it was just on a small scale by someone we barely know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. What does that say about the day and age we live in right here? That, well, that it's, it's expected. That mm-hmm. it's okay. That that's how people cope with doing things that they don't want to do or get out of doing. They'll just gaslight you. But mm-hmm. again, out of fairness, you know, is it gaslighting? Is it passive-aggressive behavior? Mm-hmm. You, can, mm-hmm. you could call it one or the other. Gaslighting is just, it's horrendous. You know, it's not like saying, well, well, I forgot that we had a date tonight. That's why I didn't show up. Whereas gaslighting would be, there was no forgetting there was a date. It was just probably a gaslight would be something like, no, we didn't have a date tonight. That's what they do. Right. Right. That's very different. You know, and and the whole intention of gaslighting is base is this. It's really to decrease someone's self-esteem and self-confidence. I mean, that's the end game here. You know, in the beginning, we were talking about, well, what's the end game? You know, why would this be like something that someone would want to do? Well, that is the end game. It is to, you know, decrease someone's self-esteem, self-confidence so that they're unable to function in a, in an independent manner. That's why somebody would go to great lengths premeditatedly and do this so that's we're not talking about you know a passive aggressive kind of tendency where somebody at a last last ditch effort although uh you can get both can't you what will people do about this what can folks learn about this and then what can they do deb what can they learn about the gaslighting yeah and then what can they do what action action can they take well if you're pretty sure that you're in a a, a relationship with an NPD, and, and and by the time I talk to people, they're pretty sure of it. They've gone online and they've done their homework and mm. they've connected the dots. If they think gaslighting's going on, I think the best thing to do, everybody's got a cell phone, I hope, record your conversations. Mm-hmm. And mm. then I, I actually even had a therapist suggest the clients and this is a psychotherapist, that when two people are sitting down, they even videotape their conversations. I don't know how that would work with uh, NPD, but I think mm-hmm. when things get heated, and if the tendency is always to be told that something is not the way you think it is, I would record the conversations. Mm-hmm. So you can go back and say, look, this is what you said journaling is also very important. That's a very important tool for victims to sit down and write out what has happened, you know, what the discussion was, what the argument was about. He said, she said, that kind of thing. If you sit there and you rely on your memory, then you're going to question yourself because these people that gaslight are good at what they do. Or uh, better yet, I mean, this is more difficult to do, you know, talk to somebody else. Talk to somebody outside the relationship. I mean, because, you know, if you're in an abusive relationship like this, the abuser will make up very convincing lies to deliberately upset you 
or or somebody else uh, in your line of connection um, and then end up calling you names, may even mock you, may put you down, may do it yeah. jokingly and talk to you about the fact that you're overreacting. And yet at right. the inside, it's very, very painful, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the yeah. time people usually show up to me to talk about this kind of stuff and, and you know, and, and get some coaching with it, they, they're pretty broken. Yeah. I mean, these are and some a, of the And a lot that... of them I talk to are kind of mm-hmm. at the point, they really want to know why this was done to them. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's no real answer except that you're dealing with somebody with a severe mental illness. Right. But because the narcissist put on this facade and they look so normal and they act so normal. It's really hard for them to reconcile what they're dealing with, that they're dealing with somebody that doesn't care. Well, and what we're talking about is the main reason for gaslighting is to create a a dynamic in a relationship where abuser has complete control, as you said before. Right. You know, over someone so that they become weak and very easy to manipulate. This is really the end game. Um so, I mean, for folks listening, if you find yourself apologizing over and over and over again for things you've done, even if you haven't done anything wrong, that is a sign, isn't it, Deb? Oh, it definitely is, because the narcissists never take responsibility for anything that's gone wrong. Mm-hmm. It's always been the victim's fault. Mm-hmm. And I think I want to underscore the really sad part of all of this is when the narcissist has broken their victim down made them weak and completely dependent on them the Mm -hmm. sad part is when they discard their victim and they go looking for new narcissistic supply and then you know i've talked to victims that are trying hard to hold the relationship together and the narcissist is walking away and dating somebody else or spending time with somebody else going on trips vacations whatever Mm -hmm. and just toss the victim on the side and and it's so sad because they come to me just completely not knowing what ends up and what they've done wrong. And they more than willingly take responsibility for the relationship ending, which mm-hmm. is great for the narcissist. The NPD walks off and goes, see, I told you it was your fault. Yeah. Well, and then, then you know, recovery happens. Uh, Deb, let's take a short break. But before we do, what is the best way for people to get a hold of you personally if they have questions about what's going on in their own relationship? Um, is there a phone number they can call? What's the best way to contact you directly? Yeah, they can contact me. I have contact forms all over my website, www.mylifecoach.us. And they can also call me at 800-460-3112. Awesome. We're going to take a short... If they want to email me, I can give you an email address. Sure, let's do it. My email address is lifecoachingbydeb at gmail.com. And I also have a Facebook page, Life Coaching by Deb, on Facebook. Perfect. When we come back, we're going to, Deb and I are going to talk about some of the warning signs and then what you can do about it. What action can you take on your own behalf? What are some of the warning signs? Do you ever feel confused all of the time? You ever wonder why you are? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. preceding audio was via a Skype call.
Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeluceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You know, for those of you that have not heard the term gaslighting, um, it is a term that's actually becoming quite, quite popular. Uh, and it had its uh, development early, I believe, in the 40s, of course. Um, but today, you know, because of the work, you know, the coaching platform that Deb Stetzer has and her dedication to helping to helping people that have been in narcissistic relationships, ending up in narcissistic abuse, you know, there are certain things that are required um, to help people move away from these relationships and to get back to thriving. 
you know, gaslighting is one kind of scenario that can happen. You know, it is a form of brainwashing, but it's done in a more benevolent way. That's why you can't recognize it. Deb, thank you so much for joining us here today. Now, I know you've got an ebook. Will you tell folks again how they can get a copy of it? Sure, Pam. The ebook is available on my website at www.mylifecoach.us. There is a link on my uh, on the menu bar that's radio and media, and if you click on that link, you will see the ebook there. It's in a PDF format. If you can't download it for some reason, you can also use the contact form on my website to get a hold of me and ask for it, or give me a call at 800-460-3112, and I will get a copy of it to you. Awesome. Uh, Now, before the break, we were talking about some of the warning signs. Definitely apologizing is one of them. You know, there are a couple of others that are are really important um, uh, to just be able to recognize. I mean, you know, another one, uh, Deb, is can't make decisions. I mean, you know, you you find yourself now um, becoming more and more increasingly difficult to make decisions. And I'm not talking about big decisions, right? But any decision, because if you choose A, the answer is going to be B, and you will be made wrong in that scenario. And, you know, the reason that Deb and I are talking about this for many of you listening is, you know, if you've not been in a relationship like this, you're probably saying to yourself, well, wait a minute, why don't you just leave? You know, why doesn't the person just leave? Um, I will tell you that if you if you look this up and you do some research on narcissistic personality disorder and what happens to the people that are in relationships like this, leaving and the addiction that develops in this dynamic is greater than an addiction to heroin. And so it would be wonderful if people could just pack up and leave the relationship. And unlike most relationships, right, Deb, this is one where when you leave, you leave for good. Exactly. And and that's, you know, the, these narcissistic relationships, the victims kind of, I, I think you've heard of the Stockholm Syndrome, mm-hmm. right? And yes. that's kind of what happens with these victims. They get, you know, broken down, and then they start to take responsibility for the breakdown in the relationship. That's how, how serious this brainwashing is on them. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. don't see their benevolent narcissist as being anything but, you know, like you said, looking for your own good, looking out for you. Yeah. And they totally will take responsibility for everything that's gone wrong in the relationship because that's what they've been brainwashed to believe. Exactly. So, Isn't it really, though, this is really the silent killer because people that are in physically abusive relationships, which are equally uh just equally dangerous you know when somebody lifts up their hand and strikes you or raises their voice or puts their hand through a wall or whatever that is that level of anger you get the warning signs just go off but when you're in a relationship of this nature and we're talking about emotional and mental abuse change is not always easy to notice you know it's not like you wake up one day and say how did I ever get in relationship with you No, 
it's a very slow process. And in a lot of ways, right, Deb, can happen in very natural ways. Oh, it is, Pat. It's slow and it's subtle. Mm. And, you know, what starts out as being maybe, like you said, your friend's kidding around with you and playing jokes on you. Mm-hmm. What you might think is a joke turns into something that's not even not even anything close to being funny. It's a serious thing. Mm-hmm. And and the worst part about this kind of psychological abuse when it comes from an NPD, they have a mask on that everybody else sees. So when you go to your friends or your family or whoever you go to and say, oh, well, you know, so-and-so did this and that to me last night, people that know your partner on the surface aren't going to believe you because they don't see that. Mm-hmm. And if nobody believes you and they say, oh, he's a nice guy or, oh, she's really sweet, she wouldn't do something like that. Really? I can't believe that. What does that do to the victim when nobody believes them, when nobody thinks that that's really what's going on, when everybody yeah. thinks the victim is misinterpreting what's going on in the relationship? Well, and, you know, what happens in relationships is, you know, the person that's being abused starts to show up as either being depressed or severely anxious as if it were happening all because of something, you know, the, you know, the victim is doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is where when somebody finally gets to that place after being confused most of the time, you know, after being withdrawn, now you have a state of depression and severe anxiety. And this is when an abuser really has won. Right. When you've gotten to the point where you've done everything you think you need to do and you can't think of anything else that you can do to fix anything, where else do you go? Mm-hmm. What else do you do? Mm-hmm. So that's why when I talk to clients and they're still involved in the relationship, I tell them, you have to absolutely cut off all contact. And that's a very hard thing to do because they're addicted to this relationship. And, you know, they want to fix it. They want to go back. They want it to be good. They want the happy ending. So there's not going to be a happy ending. That's the that's the long and short of it. There's never going to be any happiness. There's never going to be any feeling of safety in the relationship. You're just not going to get it. You need to leave. Yeah, and and so, it's one of the saddest, saddest um, of mental uh, and emotional abuses because it's so difficult to see, you know. And you're right, you know, when the abuser moves on, they move on to the next person where they can have an unlimited supply. And, you know, folks have a very difficult time of pulling themselves out to get support, to build themselves back, you know, to a to a, a stage where they have confidence and can trust their own mind and intuition. Because that's really where, you, you know, that's really what what is to be done here. Those are some of the right. things that, you know, the work that comes after this. And so long as people are in a relationship like this, this work can't really happen, can it? No, it can't because... You need to remove the toxic influence, which Mm -hmm. is your partner. Mm -hmm. As long as that influence is there, you can never take a step forward out of that relationship. You're never going to be able to do it. And that's the hardest thing to convey to to some people, is that they have to absolutely take themselves out of the relationship 100%. You can't text them. 
You can't call them. You can't look at their Facebook page. You can't have anything to do with them. And it's hard. You know, especially if you've been with somebody for years, you've lived that way for so long, and you think that's a normal relationship, and all of a sudden everything you know and think is normal, even though to everybody else it's not. Mm-hmm. You're being told you got to walk away from it. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Well, what can you tell folks? Um, um, you know, what options can you give people uh, about how to take the next steps? Well, if you're not ready to go run out and get a therapist, <laughs> I think there are a lot of resources online that you can read. I mean, you know, Google is a great thing to hook you up with different articles. There are... Um, on the internet, on the web itself, and in Facebook, social media, there are quite a few forums for victims of narcissistic abuse. Mm. So you just have to type that in and look for it. And there's a, there are a lot of great support groups on uh, Facebook mm-hmm. for victims. And, and they're full of people who are just like you, who've been through it, or who are going through it. So there's a support system built in. You can get advice from somebody else on how they handled it and what you know and you'll find there's a lot of similar stories to you you'll find out that you're not the only one going through this and when you're ready to make the next step then you look for a life coach or a psychotherapist the thing with psychotherapists and i'm not i'm not saying you shouldn't go see one but psychotherapists will delve into what makes the narcissist the narcissist and i found for my clients that's not really what they need at the moment they need tools and help in healing. They don't really, at the moment, need to understand what makes a narcissist a narcissist. They need to deal with what they're going through. Wow. What a great, great service is this. Now tell us, folks, uh, tell us how people can get a hold of you. Okay. I have, first, because everybody's on Facebook, I do have a Facebook page, and it's, um, you know, facebook.com, mylifecoach.us. Uh, and they can also um, contact me on my website, www.mylifecoach.us. And I have a toll-free number, 800-460-3112. Or they can email me at lifecoachingbydeb at gmail.com. Wow. One more time, give out your website again, please. And thank you so much for today. <laughs> thank you, Pat. My website is www.mylifecoach.us. US. Also, I put up a special section on narcissistic personality disorder that I'm going to be filling up with articles and other things. So there's going to be a section devoted to that on my website. Wow. Thank you so much, Deb. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. We're going to take Pam. a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. In retirement, will you outlive your money? 
It's a common question for people approaching retirement, but it doesn't need to weigh on you. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who have had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor at 425-453-0272 for your Confident Retirement conversation today. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated. A registered investment advisor, Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Get ready to experience Truth Talk Radio with host Deb Acker. Tune in to Truth Talk Radio each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to illuminate the truth in your daily life as you experience life, love, and abundance from a whole new perspective. This hit show will leave you feeling lighter and bring you into a place of infinite possibilities every day in every way. Visit TruthTalkRadioShow.com for upcoming transformative topics and guests. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, everybody, welcome back. For more information about us, go to the drpatshow.com or you can go to transformationtalkradio.com. And for those of you that want to take a sneak peek on what we're doing, go to transformationradio.fm. I wanted just to tell everybody, we've gotten a number of different requests from you guys asking about the crowdfunding campaign that we're putting together. And we should pretty much be finished with uh, putting our information up. Uh, We want to make sure that we're giving accurate information up about what we're doing, why we're doing it, and how we could absolutely use your help. And for those of you out there that wanted to find out more, you can go to TakeBackTalkRadio.com and you can watch us as we continue to populate uh, our website. We are going to be um, launching a crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo. And yes, we're going to be talking about this a lot more. Many of you asked me to go over some information, and I would love to do it. Um, And I know I've got a few minutes to do it here. And here's what I'd like to say. For many of us, 13 years ago, when this happened for me, there was an arena, even 13 years ago, there was an arena that people could play in. Stations like the two that I'm on and many of you are on on Transformation Talk Radio existed and existed in a way that hundreds of people, if they wanted to come to and host a show, can host it. And there were many stations like this at the time across the country compared to what's happening today. 
Now, fast forward to where we are today, and thank you for the two stations that we're on, WBLQ and KKNW. They still exist. Yay. Yay. Now, the question is, and I know this for many of you, how do we know that positive talk, conscious talk, is going to continue? Well, let's talk about what we do know and why we're doing the campaign. Now, many of my friends are not as fortunate as I, as I am. Many of my friends are just not as fortunate as I am. And they have been part of other networks that have literally disappeared. Several years ago, um, there were so many people that were doing conscious, intuitive talk radio on um, New Sky, the CBS channel, and that literally one day it was up and the next day it was not. So Take Back Talk Radio is a culmination of 13 years of listening to just about everything that you all as listeners have said, pretty much everything our hosts have said, our sponsors have said, and we decided that we would just throw it out there and see if we could actually build something that isn't just going to be for us. So let me tell you what I mean. It wouldn't make any sense for us to build a network using today's technology that would just help a handful of people. But what if the stations that I'm on, KKNW and WBLQ, what if they could plug and be the beneficiary of all of the technology we are building? What if that could be a simple matter of flipping a switch in technology terms, in radio terms? What if that were really possible? Now, here's something else. What if it were not only possible, but if the cost of doing that were significantly reduced? What if that was all possible? Well, that's our vision. That's our dream. So when we talk about Take Back Talk Radio to Give Back Talk Radio, it is a five-point strategy that includes everything from developing beyond the beyond state-of-the-art technology that has less to do with radio and more to do with connecting. And what that literally means is that we're not really limited by the ways that radio used to be done. So let me give you some information. In 1983, 50 companies owned all of media. In 1983, now many are saying 1983, I wasn't even born yet. Well, let me just say, in 1983, there were 50 companies that owned all of media. Now you may say, wow, just 50 companies? Well, here we go. The presentation today is that media is now owned by six media giants. Six media giants now control a staggering 90% of what we read, watch, or listen to. That's called the illusion of choice. Now, if you're not on one of the two stations that we're on or one of the other stations we've been on, then you're probably somebody looking to find a voice, a place to plug in your show. And you're probably thinking, why can't I just plug my show into where I live down here in L.A. or San Francisco? Well, the answer is you probably can if you find a time spot. You probably can if you want to pay anywhere from $1 to $10,000 an hour. 
And so what has changed in these periods of time? Now, you can go online and we're going to put lots of information up, but here's, here's, here's what's going on, going on. You know, when we took a look at this and we want to thank, you know, we want to thank uh, our uh, Jason at uh, the uh, Frugal Dad for putting together some of the most interesting infographic information about the history of this. It is amazing. You know, Jason goes on to say, 232 media executives control the information diet of 277 million Americans. So that's one media executive to 850,000 subscribers. Now, I will tell you that's an old number. It's exponentially larger. So that is an audience the size of San Francisco. In 2010, just as a baseline, this is a low number. The big six revenue was $276 billion. So $276 billion, six company owning all media, and myself and my friends have a hard time finding a place to do a show that A, will have the kind of quality that you all are accustomed to and want, B, can find out about us in any way, and C, enable us to continue to bring these messages out in a cost-effective way. That's why we're launching Take Back Talk Radio. Not only, you know, are we blessed to have some of the best programmers in the world, but many of you have asked that we please speed up the process. And so in order to do that and do this in a way that will benefit not just Transformation Talk Radio, but benefit all of our affiliate networks, we are, we're going to pull the plug. Take Back Talk Radio is a crowdfunding uh, initiative. And so that's what we want to say. I hope I'm answering all the questions you all have been saying. But here's another example. News Corp, by the way, owns the top newspaper on three continents. In 2010, they actually avoided $875 million in taxes. In, and so this is what's happening. Another interesting fact, in 1995, the FCC forbade companies to own over 40 stations. So that's one company you can't own over 40 stations, yet Clear Channel owns 1,200 stations. And 80% of stations' playlists are programmed in to a certain formula that you all may or may not want more of. And so today, you know, we're hoping that what we're building and how we're going about it is going to enable many, many networks to plug in to conscious, positive talk radio. It is one of the fastest growing segments of talk radio. It is one of the fastest growing segments of 143 million listenership and podcasting, yet it is one of the most unrecognizable venues and, and shall I say, recognize venues out there we know who's listening we know you want more of it you tell us and i'll tell you must be that jupiter uh, uh enneagram that's part of my my makeup but we are planning to deliver it we're planning to deliver it sooner we have a crowdfunding campaign not only to launch this but with your help and contribution raising funds that will also enable us to take part in building an AM network that will enable everyone to plug into. 
that's why we call it network. It's for everyone. So Take Back Talk Radio is to make sure we're giving it back. And that's what it's about. Please be patient with us. We'll have our crowdfunding campaign up in a few days. We would look for your help in getting the word out. And please, please, please tell us what you want more of. We'll see you next time. Receiving audio was via a Skype call.